0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Polar Opposites, a brand new podcast with that boy Aqua and our co-host Nam's Compendium. Hello, hi. It's been a pleasure. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I don't know if the name's going to stick. Um, it was either this or Gamer Talk, so <laughs> we'll have to figure something else out if this uh, yeah. doesn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah, you you have been wanting to do this for a very long time. Like honestly, I think for
0: like about a year I've yeah. been mentioning this. I've been I've done everything but get on my fucking knees to convince you to do this and I hope it works out. Yeah. Now, why did we name it polar opposites or why is it at this point in time called that? Well, I believe
1: we at this time we are going with polar opposites and that is because despite our niches on YouTube being very similar, the kind of games we like, what we look for in video games, mm-hmm. and what exactly like we we focus on mainly in our discussion is very different from each other. Like we will like the same thing, but for completely different reasons.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think that that gives us a lot of interesting uh, perspectives. Yeah, like uh, I mean, for those for those who may not be aware, you cover a lot of JRPGs, and yeah, I mean, even outside of that sphere, you do. You, you like Kingdom Hearts, DMC. Um, if there's any others, I, I apologize.
1: But yeah, it, it just takes like a glimpse at my channel where it's like, oh, this guy doesn't really talk a lot about like the more traditional uh, mainstream Western kind of game.
0: Yeah. And like, on you the... talk
1: a lot about like Batman yeah. and Assassin's Creed games.
0: Some might say it's on the polar opposite of the spectrum yeah (laughs) um so how is your day going um it's
1: been going okay i woke up about one hour before we started doing this
0: it's three (laughs) (laughs) o'clock i know okay (laughs) okay
1: yeah i haven't really been up to much today because i pretty much got ready for this right away but lately i've been uh mostly just working on my own projects what are you working on right now I'm working on my analysis of the game Digital Devil Saga Two, which is a spinoff of one of the SMT games. And right now, I'm still writing the script. That's that's usually the hardest part for me.
0: Yeah, I think that's the hardest part for everyone. I think. Yeah, it's, it's tough. really
1: <laughs> it can get really like intimidating because mm-hmm. you don't want to like make yourself look bad or
0: say something really stupid that you don't realize is like wrong but i will say getting something factually incorrect is great for engagement on a video because oh, yeah. then you have a bunch of people commenting correcting you and dunking on you and the algorithm's like hey wait a minute <laughs> And you need to make sure that mistake
1: is in the uh the first minute
0: <laughs> yeah we've all been there right guys so obviously We're going to be talking about the Uncharted games today, but I just kind of wanted to ask you what you're working on just so we can get a baseline of how we're feeling today. Me personally, I'm in a little bit of a bitter mood because I just released a very passionate video of mine uh, where I talked about Dying Light, and I talked about it for an hour and 40 minutes. I think it was a solid hour and 40 minutes, and I think it's my best video yet. I think the writing was really good. I think my analysis was pretty deep and, and also good. I think the editing was pretty good on it as well. And um, it it bombed, sitting at a, a nine out of ten right now. Um, yeah, ain't that some shit?
1: Yeah, that <laughs> that definitely sucks. That is a very good video. You sent it to me early. Yeah, like when you were still working on it. I sent it, it, it to was a bunch very of people. Good.
0: Sorry, I sent it to a bunch of people.
1: Yeah, well, um, I know when you sent it to me, I watched it, kind of like right away. Like, yeah. I tried to watch it as soon as I could. And it was very good. I thought it was very good.
0: Yeah. So, and, and you know, on, on the topic of when a video underperforms or when a video does not um, go as planned, I will say, I think one of my least favorite things, or, no, actually, I'm going to stop sugarcoating it. Something I fucking hate is when... <laughs> you make a video on something outside of your of your usual niche, like Dying Light, because, as mentioned, I usually cover things like the Arkham series, like third-person open-world games. And one of the first comments you get is, hey, can you review this game? Yeah, because, and it's, like, something that's, like, completely unrelated. Yeah, like, I got three comments. One, of the, Some of the first comments I got were, hey, can you review Red Dead 2? Hey, can you review Ghost of Tsushima? Hey, can you review Rise, Son of Rome? And it's, like, I, I understand, like, you're... You know, maybe they're doing that because a video's early, and a lot of YouTubers will only look at will only look at comments when the video just came out. Um, but I think it it actually ends up I don't want to say disrespectful because I think that's a bit hyperbolic, but it it comes across as dismissive of the video. Hey, I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about what you just spent three hundred hours working on. Can can you do this thing instead? And yeah, it's like I understand that's not the intention, but it always bugs me. I don't like it, one bit. But I think I'd be comfortable to move on to something we do like, which is the Uncharted games. Right? Yeah. Let's uh let's talk <laughs> about Uncharted for a bit. That sounded like a really like unsure yeah. Do you like the Uncharted games, Nick? Okay. Because I I like them.
1: Like I think they're fine experiences to go through, but when I was really thinking about it last night, prior to recording today, because we have our notes here, of what we want to talk about, mm-hmm. I feel as though out of the, the big Naughty Dog, the four big Naughty Dog games, right? Like Crash, Jack, Uncharted, and The Last of Us. Yep. I think really looking back on it, I might be the least enthusiastic about Uncharted. Why is that? Well, Uncharted to me was—it's a very experience-driven kind of game, right? Yeah, very cinematic. Like, I think it can be best compared to a roller coaster at a theme park, mm-hmm. not in terms of quality, but in terms of like what you're experiencing. It's about like getting thrills, right? Mm-hmm. However, when look like you can look back on it with a certain level of fondness, like, man, I really enjoyed that but I don't think there's really anything compelling me to want to experience them again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I I I can agree with that. Are you trying to imply that if you play Uncharted too much, you're going to puke? Only if I eat (sighs) first. Okay. I I think I have a bit of a different fondness towards the games because I I feel like the Uncharted series has always been the gamer's game. It's always Mm. been as... It's been the cinematic movie in a video game format and i agree that you know you kind of look back on it and you look at some of the aspects of it like the story or mechanically i mean mechanically uncharted is terrible there the controls are very basic i mean it works but the controls are very basic there isn't after you learn the controls within the first hour there's nothing new that's really thrown at you um and i think with the story there's really It's fine on the surface, but once you kind of start asking questions, it falls apart really hard. But I think, as you mentioned with the roller coaster ride, it's like the set pieces and the crazy stuff that happens in the game is where the quality and the fondness for me, at least, comes from. It just yeah, and
1: that's that that feels like the stuff you're gonna that's gonna stick with you the most from those games. Yeah, it's because when I think of Uncharted, oh, what's that?
0: I was just saying it's short
1: but sweet. Yeah, like when I think of Uncharted. I think of stuff like the opening of Uncharted 2 where he's in the train cart that's, like, falling apart. Yeah. I think of the plane set piece from Uncharted 3. hmm It's, like, these high highs that are visually impressive, technically impressive for the PlayStation 3. And uh, what really, like, slips me is, like, oh, I don't really remember the um, the puzzles with, like, the journal and all that. Like, that's the stuff I don't really tend to look back
0: on and remember that much. Uh, that's because they suck. And I'll yeah. <laughs> throw that out there right now. I think now this this only applies to the first three Uncharted games um, because something else we kind of wanted to touch on is the very drastic jump in quality and tone from the third to the fourth game. But I think especially uh, in Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, the puzzles suck. There, I think 3 has maybe one or two memorable puzzles that took a little bit of effort, but they all devolve into looking at your journal and, being told the answer and then having to figure it out or not figure it out having to execute that answer. Yeah. And I think that's actually, you're, you're kind of touching on a reason that I think the uncharted games almost function better in memory because the stuff that you do remember is like the crazy set pieces being on in uncharted three, being in the, in the massive sunken ship that mm-hmm. or, or sinking ship more accurately. And, you know, the the plane, the cargo plane. And yet, nobody really remembers the puzzles or the moments in between those big set pieces. And it's not necessarily that they're bad. They're just forgettable. And do you think they're forgettable because they lack something? Or do you think it's forgettable because they're overshadowed by the the bigger, high-action stuff? I think they might be forgettable
1: because they're mechanically very basic. Yeah. It is, like, Uncharted and Gears of War, mechanically, are pretty much the same, like, when you really think about it. They're just cover shooters. hmm But I think Uncharted, like, it puts a much larger emphasis on the kind of, I guess, scrappy nature of, like, an action gunfight, where it's, like, you're constantly trying to switch weapons for, like, stuff you find in the environment. Yeah. And that can, can create some compelling scenarios where... You have like a like just your standard um, assault rifle. You're using it, and then like it runs out, and then you quickly dive and you pick up a completely different kind of weapon, and then you have to quickly figure out a way to make the most out of it. Like that can be fun, and on and I think Uncharted benefits from playing on higher difficulties because of it.
0: Um, I actually disagree with that. Um, I agree that it the the shooting and the combat overall is very um kind of slapdash and it's like
1: serviceable right
0: yeah no but i mean the the way that you play it you're kind of scrounging around for ammo you're moving around you're trying different things you're kind of just put in a box where you you got to figure out what you can actually work with and that makes the player feel much like nathan drake someone who's not really thinking in the long term i mean i i think a quote from one of the games is or or not a quote but something he says frequently is i haven't thought that far ahead yet Mm -hmm. there there is no you're just kind of put in the moment, and you're supposed to take it one step at a time. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna dive from this piece of cover to the next to grab a to to grab this gun, shoot this guy. Oh, I'm out of ammo. Gonna do it all again. And I think that's really good. But I think Uncharted actually kind of sucks on higher difficulties. And, and define higher difficulties. Are you talking like brutal or crushing, or do you just mean hard? Hard. Um. Okay. Yeah, I I then I don't disagree as much because I think the Uncharted games, while I appreciate higher difficulty settings like uh, brutal and crushing where you die in basically one hit the game was not built for it and I think it's brutally clear when you uh, play on those difficulty modes which I have done for all of the games except Lost Legacy. Um,
1: I know the Nathan Drake collection added crushing mode to Uncharted 1 mm-hmm. but I'm not sure which of the original games was the one to introduce crushing mode. Yeah, me neither. They don't work for any of them though, to be fair. <laughs> like <laughs> I tried a little bit of Uncharted 1 on crushing like a few months ago. It is fucking brutal.
0: Yeah, playing all those games on crushing difficulty are so many fucking hours of my life I'm never getting back. It was painful. And I did it for a platinum trophy because I was a little bitch back in the day. And I thought having a platinum trophy made me superior to other gamers. It does. It makes you
1: far more valid when you talk about something. Absolutely. Because
0: you have a virtual trophy... That you cannot display anywhere. That's just an icon on a list hidden in your profile. Basically. It was... Yeah. Every Platinum Trophy added an inch to my penis. (laughs) (laughs) And how many Platinum Trophies did you get? Let's just say I don't wear shorts anymore. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think... uh, I I think the only reason I say that is that Uncharted plays very well into a power fantasy. But I think its mechanics don't often support that kind of play style. Or not play style, but that kind of desire from the player. And Uncharted 2, the bullet spread. And and I've talked about this more in an Uncharted 2 video I have. Um, The bullet spread is so varied and unpredictable that... And and I'm not talking the spread like the recoil of a gun. I'm just saying like even standing still, the first bullet you fire has a chance to just go outside of where your reticle is. And so it makes precision not rewarding at all. Because there's so many times where you're just going to miss for literally no reason other than the game decided that you're going to miss this time. I think when something like that happens, it makes harder difficulty so much more frustrating because I don't mind dying because I suck. I hate dying because the game sucks. <laughs> 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 and I think that's why like, pe- you don't really see people. Well, I guess you do, but I don't think you see as many people complaining about difficulty in uh, like the Souls games as much as you would other games because while the Souls games are really hard, I mean even Elden Ring, people talk about how hard it is. They're always a very fair kind of hard, I think. And it's not often in my experience that you get a uh that you die because of something stupid or something out of your control. It's always, oh well I didn't dodge that attack or, you know, I didn't read that telegraph. And I think that's what makes eventually getting over them really rewarding. Getting over the the shit in Uncharted 2 on crushing difficulty, I was just like, oh f- finally. Like, mm-hmm. Because
1: in Uncharted, um, since it has traditional cover shooter mechanics, what we end up with are situations where you're peeking out and you're shooting a guy, you get hit, your screen turns gray, yep. and then you
0: immediately just turtle up and don't do anything until you're back to normal. Yeah, and it actually, um, I think a lot of games suffer with that kind of problem. Like I, th- I think of the infamous games as being that type. Um, specifically Second Son on the hardest difficulty, it would be you run in, you get shot a bunch, you leave, come back, get shot a bunch more, but you maybe pick off two or three guys and you leave and come back, leave and come back. And it and it just makes it makes it less difficult and more tedious. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's not to say that having a difficulty where you die in a few hits is bad, but I think that, um, like I said, in Uncharted's case, I just don't think it's really built for it. Now, let's talk more about the jump from uncharted 3 to 4 because i think it it really is a big jump tonally uh mechanically and just um i guess identity wise you know you kind of have an older nathan drake it's a bit more of a grounded and more serious story as opposed to the first three games which almost always had some sense of um supernatural force near the end of the game in the first game you had like the nazi demons or whatever In the second game, you had Shambhala and the Yetis slash monsters there. In the third game, you had the Djinn, worst fucking enemies in the series. And Uncharted 4, you you don't really have that. You know, it's funny that you mention
1: that, because this once again goes back into the whole... You look back on certain parts with a certain level of fondness. I always forget that Uncharted is like this supernatural kind of game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like there's these fucking demons and monsters and shit <laughs> in every game
0: except the fourth one. Yeah, and they kind of suck in all the games. Like especially in the third game, they show up for like 20 minutes at the end of the story. And now granted, you could argue that it's cuz the third game story is the most lackluster and uh they, there were a few developers that had even said, "Hey, we don't know what the uh <laughs> we don't know what the story was." when we were developing the set pieces we had to develop the story around the set pieces which i think is an interesting way to build the game but i i mean clearly didn't work out uncharted three story has been critically panned across the board pretty much although four i think actually suffered from being so grounded because you think the third act of uncharted 4 is to to me at least was kind of boring Like where you're just moving through the jungle again. And I understand that it's kind of, I don't want to say a callback, but it kind of goes back to the game's roots. You know, it's Sully and Nate, Nate and Elena trudging through the mud and getting to some lost city. And while I think that's fine, I think by the fourth game, it's like, okay, we know that Naughty Dog can pull this kind of gameplay off. We don't really need it again. And unfortunately, the supernatural elements of Uncharted, while being um, forgettable... I think did a lot for variety. And, you know, Uncharted 4 has variety. It has like that open segment with the car and the winch. And I I think Uncharted 4's puzzles are the best in the series, hands down. But I think uh, think that third act just kind of blends together a lot for me. You know, contrasting the first two acts, which I think are really good. What do you think about that?
1: I think the more grounded nature of Uncharted 4 was more so done in service of a more personal story. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they wanted to, like, have these fucking grabbed by the ghoulies monsters show up in this story that mainly focuses on the relationship between Nathan Drake and his brother. Yep. A fucking skeleton wielding a sword and shield would probably take away a lot from that.
0: Very true. And, and you know, Ford actually does tell, I think, the best story in the series. And when we look at Uncharted 3, which tried to do that, where they tried to have a more mature story, but also put the, the creepy ghoulies in there. Uh, it backfired and the supernatural elements actually overshadowed a lot of the stuff that they were trying to do and again this kind of goes back to uncharted 3 being really all over the place but yeah what do you think of the puzzles in uncharted 4 do you think they're better or worse than the previous games i'll be honest i don't remember any puzzle from like
1: any game really
0: yeah i always feel like they just sort of blended together for me because I remember Uncharted Four's puzzles really fondly, because I remember like racking racking my brain trying to to figure them out. Like there was one where you had the pieces of paper with the um with like the symbols on them, and you had to kind of play a game and figure out which symbols belong to which uh, part of a grid. And I don't remember the puzzle in depth. I just remember liking it a lot. And to clarify, I, I've played the first three Uncharted games uh, within the last year, um, but I mm-hmm. haven't played Uncharted Four since. I want to say 2019. So it's been a long time. Now, I want to ask you, what do you think are your favorite parts about the game? And do you actually give a shit about the story? Uncharted 4 specifically? All of them.
1: I want to say I do not care about the literal narrative, but I think that the characters and their interactions are a lot,
0: are endearing enough for me to stick with it. Yeah. I think the small talk carries that game on its fucking back. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, what's your favorite part about the game? Would it be the dialogue or do you think it'd be the set pieces more so? It would probably be the set pieces because it leans the most into the realm of games. Yeah.
1: And when it does combine both like witty dialogue alongside crumbling towers or like the the burning, was it a mansion in Uncharted 3? The burning mansion?
0: Yeah, it was a chateau. The
1: same, same shit. Yeah, it's like, those are what stick with me. Hmm. And then there are a few more quieter character moments, but they don't really add much to the narrative as a whole. True. Uncharted 3, I feel like, is the um, closest one in, I guess, the old PS3 games to try to flesh out things beyond a surface level. However, it doesn't really pay off on that idea. Because one of my favorite parts of Uncharted 3 are the first two chapters, or chapters two and three, where you play as young Nathan Drake. Yes! Because we get to see him outside of just the standard adventure element. Yeah. In his, like, younger years, we get to see him meet Sully. And that is, like, a significant... that should be a significant moment for this franchise. But then, that sort of flashback later on in the game like, really doesn't mean a whole lot other than we meet, like, the main villain there. Yeah. And the main villain sucks, too. Yeah. Like, they're they're set up, but there's no payoff.
0: Yeah. I I will admit, I actually also liked Uncharted 3, uh, that that flashback scene, because when I played the game, I was a little kid Mm -hmm. and I was like, man, it's hard to to project myself onto this like, grown-ass man. And so I really liked that. And I also, when I was a kid, I had the same haircut as Nathan Drake when he was younger. And so (laughs) it was so easy for me to project myself onto that. And so even like when I first played the game, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Um, And it's kind of like a
1: comparison I noted down. This is the most generic comparison ever. But it's like an Indiana Jones movie. mm -hmm. Like you're not there for complex narratives. The main appeal is the sense of adventure and fun character dynamics.
0: Yeah, I've like s- I've seen all the Indiana Jones movies. Uh, when I was a kid, I couldn't tell you fuck all about it.
1: It's like you don't go there to see fucking Harrison Ford like bond with his son in a walkie-talkie segment. Yeah, you go there to see Harrison Ford like take out a sword, and have a sword fight with a guy, or better yet, the guy wants to have a sword fight with him and he just shoots him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, holy shit! I just like I just realized if somebody asked me, they're like, "Yo, should I watch the?" indiana jones movies i'd be like yeah they're good but i couldn't tell you anything about them and, and i think yeah, but... honestly i think the same goes for uncharted i mean the only reason i could tell you about them now is because i've recently replayed them but it, it, it is very similar um in the sense that they kind of that on an individual basis they they don't or sorry at a microscopic level they don't hold up as much but in memory they're so good mm-hmm. so
1: but i w- will say the sole exception to this would be Uncharted 4. Yes. Because I think that game had the benefit of being released post The Last of Us, where Naughty Dog as a studio showed themselves willing to delve into more personal stories that are willing to slow down by a lot, and we get a lot more focus on the characters and what they want and what they're going through. And Uncharted 4... Even just from the start of the game, we get to see something we never saw in the series before, which is what Nathan Drake does when he is not on a treasure hunt. Yeah, We get to see part of his home life. We get to see his new job. We get to see him and Elena talk about old times. And then we also get a motivation for Nathan Drake. We get to see him slowly regain that lust of wanting to do something exciting. Like, one of like a scene that sticks out to me, even though I haven't played the game in a long time, they're talking and he's looking at a photo. I was just about to say that. Her, and he's just imagining like a journey on that island.
0: Yeah. Like, and, and Uncharted 3 kind of tried to touch on the same thing, like this obsession with like getting to the treasure and like doing these exciting things. Um, But it just kind of set it mm-hmm. and that was it. But un- un- I feel like Uncharted 4, especially in that scene, like you can see he's daydreaming about this shit. It doesn't It doesn't even go into like why. It doesn't have to. It, what just matters is that it's like that's his passion, and like it, mm-hmm. it. If he doesn't indulge in it, then it literally takes over everything else, and it impedes on things like his relationship with his now wife. You know, and and even later on in the game when she finds out that he was lying to her. I don't know if you remember, but it's like Nate, Sully, and Sam are all talking about their plans for this uh, heist that they're going to pull. Or or not the heist, mm-hmm. but the treasure that they're going to try and grab. And Elena tracks him down and finds out. Yeah. And... and um, not my original observation,
1: but it's done right after one of the most exciting set pieces in the game. Which so, like, one is that? Um, the chase in the city where you're on the Jeep. Oh, yeah. You go through this insane set piece, like near-death experiences, jumping around onto different cars, fighting people and all that, and you completely forget about Elena yeah. during all that. And then right after that, when you're still kind of on that high, that rush of like what you just went through, then the game sends it crashing down when she just
0: is just behind the door that you open. I didn't think of that. That is a really good observation. Who, who said that? Um, that was from a Joseph Anderson video. Oh, fuck, of course, it's Joseph Anderson. Yeah um (laughs) i say that like it's a bad thing it's just because he's like i think uh you and i as people who try to make like reviews of games joseph anderson is like that unattainable um talent that i don't think we'll either ever reach he is so dedicated to what he does and it's like that it's like nuts and it's like almost like and that's what i mean so when you hear something insightful about uncharted you're like oh yeah of course he fucking saw that because none of us would have noticed that and I think that's yeah. that's really cool. We kind of talked about what your favorite um, part of the Uncharted game is. What do you think is your least favorite part? Like, what is something that could be completely removed from the Uncharted games or just the series as a whole and, y- and you would not even notice? <laughs> um, Uncharted 1's jet ski segment? No, I'd notice. I would notice. Like, I'd be so much happier. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting answer. I forgot. Again, I was like, "Yeah, I tried it one good game. I remember all the fond memories," and I completely forgot that I wanted to rip my fucking hair out during that <laughs> jet ski segment. And on crushing difficulty, stop. You're out to lunch. It, it's you die in a single hit on crushing. I bet you do. I remember being stuck on that for hours.
1: I remember the first time I saw that was because. Uh, my friend was playing through Uncharted One on the PS3 because he bought them. He bought One and Two used after he played Three, mm-hmm. and when he was playing through One, the jet ski looked miserable. Yeah, like especially the part where you have to go up the waterfalls, like the, up the little like bumps. <laughs>
0: yeah, and there's all the barrels floating down. Yeah, towards there's all you. the fucking mines that just blow up instantly. The the purest definition of horse shit.
1: Yeah, and if you stop to aim, you get pushed back in the current. Yeah, like, it is It is actually horrible. Also, um,
0: Uncharted 2's final boss is terrible. I mean, not just Uncharted 2. Like, 3's was... Actually, 3's was probably the best. Um, because it was just a quick time event. But Uncharted 1 was awful as well. Uncharted 1 was, like...
1: It had a really boring final boss. It didn't even, like... I remember when I first played that game myself, I got stuck on it because I wasn't sure what the game wanted me to do. Yeah. Because... The guy, whatever the fuck his name is, he Navarro. has a. Navarro, he has a gun with a laser sight on it. And he can't miss. And the game teaches you early on where snipers have that same laser sight <laughs> yeah. that if you roll, it will not hit you. So and then they just say fuck off. Yeah, because yeah. there was a laser sight. I decided to roll towards him because assuming he would not hit me because
0: of it. Mm-hmm. But no, once you pass a certain point, you just die instantly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like if you leave cover at the wrong time, you just and it, it is an instant death. Like it's not he he takes a sec to, to cock it and shoot. No, he, he just fucking pumps you. The, the yeah, it's just moment. like walks on dead instantly. Yeah, like that laser may as well just kill you. I mean, at least Lazarevich was a little more forgiving. In fact, I'd, I would actually say I would agree if somebody said Lazarevich was the best boss fight in the um in the series, because it was the it was the only fight that actually felt like a boss fight. It was bad. And I mean, like, Uncharted 3's was just a quick-time event. Uncharted 4's was much the same, although I think that is probably the best boss fight in the series just because it strikes a good balance between being cinematic, being a quick-time event, but not being, not, like, unfun. Because while Uncharted 2's fight was relatively relatively deep compared to the other boss fights, it wasn't fun. It was boring. It was tedious. It was really um, frustrating in a lot of cases, too. Yeah, because... Are there checkpoints in that fight? No. Yeah. Crushing so difficulty? It's like,
1: fuck off. So you have to, like, hit him, like, ten fucking times. Nine times total. Nine times with the fucking explosive gel goo,
0: and he can kill you in one hit. Yep. It is the biggest load of shit ever. Yeah. I think um, if I were to pick one thing that I would want to remove from the Uncharted games, I guess barring four, get rid of the puzzles. They suck. In all the games, they're, they're not... Fun. I i talk about this. I've talked about this before, but Uncharted likes to give you puzzles that you have the solution to. Like in Uncharted One, one of the first puzzles you get is there are four pillars that need to be rotate or no, there's four buttons, and you need to press them in a certain order. And then you look at your journal, and you have the exact answer. Like it might as well be labeled one, two, three, four. And then you spend mm-hmm. the next two minutes actually executing it because every time you press the right one. The camera pulls back. It shows you that something's moved in the room and then it pulls back into you and then you have to go to the other one, press it, camera pulls back, the whole shebang, and you gotta do that four times before it finally pulls back again and it shows that it's opened. And it it was just boring. Solving the puzzle took one button press to just open the journal and because the game wants to be convenient, which I don't have a problem with this, it flipped your journal to the exact page I had the answer. Mm -hmm. And then actually executing the solution is where all the... I guess not even challenge is where all the gameplay came from. And then at the end of uncharted two, you have to rotate certain pillars to make sure that they're displaying the right symbol. So this is the end of the second game. Now we're two games deep. And it's the same thing. You just flip your journal open and it tells you what to do. And they're really unengaging. They're boring. And I think they, they do more to kind of pull me out of the, the roller coaster ride than anything else, because it's just like, yeah. I just want to get it over with.
1: It's like if your roller coaster breaks down halfway
0: through, you got to wait
1: for the maintenance man to fix the panel.
0: Yeah. Uncharted is a roller coaster ride and the puzzles are just waiting in the fucking lineup and you forgot your phone. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> like... <laughs> and I just think they should be gone. Even like Uncharted 4 had better puzzles, but I- I'd be willing to sacrifice that part of the game. So here's a question. And I think this is going to be an easy answer for the both of us, but what is your favorite Uncharted game? yeah four okay yeah me too (laughs) what do you what do you think about lost legacy though i never played it huh i own it but i've never played it you should play it i think lost legacy gets a lot of shit because and we shouldn't go too deep in this uh side tangent here but uh, a lot of people hate nadine from uncharted 4 because uh, honestly because she's she's a female um is what it seems to boil down to um i we've had we've had like off obviously off recording discussions about how people will complain that Nadine is able to beat the shit out of Nathan Drake and Sam. When Nathan Drake, when she's one trained military and their argument is that Nathan Drake is heavier and therefore overpowers her and that he has beaten up hundreds of people throughout his adventure days. They're like, and so it's just clear pandering to the, to the feminist SJWs. (laughs) And I think it's the stupidest fucking argument I've ever seen because nathan drake hasn't fought in years and he's old like he the entire point of uncharted 4 is that he's or not the point but like the the entire premise is that he hasn't done adventures in a long time he's trying to abandon that life and nathan drake was never much of a fighter leading up to that point anyways regardless of how many people he actually killed so i think that that's kind of um and so i think lost legacy unfortunately led to a lot of people going in with nadine being just written off as it is. I think a lot of people like Chloe. I don't think there's any issues with her. Um I always and...
1: thought people wouldn't have liked Lost Legacy because like Miles Morales it is developed more so as a holdover kind of game. Like as an extra sort of made for um made it's made on a budget and it mm-hmm. costs less to buy but it's like a shorter
0: experience. It's all, yeah, almost like a spin-off. Yeah. And I think that's fine. And I think people overreacted back then. And I think they're overreacting with Miles Morales as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think just moving past that, I think a lot of people already had written off Nadine as a character. And it sucks because I think that game does a lot to make her more enjoyable. I mean, it doesn't change that. I I will admit Nadine isn't uh, the best in Uncharted 4. But I think um, a lot of people went in with this bias against her. And I think that resulted in... Lost Legacy just not being uh, talked about as much as Uncharted 4, which also might be a product of it starring people that aren't the main character, Uh, so it could be something like that. (laughs) Uh, What do you think is the worst Uncharted game? First one? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, It's, like, technically impressive for the time, but it's still not, like, anything remarkable. Even for 2007, I think there's games that play better and were just more interesting as a whole. Like, yeah i agree uncharted one came out the same year as the first Bioshock game which is something that people still talk about
0: and I think putting uncharted one at the bottom there really uh, what's the word I'm looking for it really exemplifies how important the gameplay is in these games because I think personally I've watched a lot of uncharted critiques and reviews and whatnot I think a lot of people focus way too much on the story in these games-hmm and you know you can critique a story all you want but i think like, for example, people write off Uncharted 3 because it has a bad story, but I think Uncharted 3 probably has the best gameplay out of the entire series. And I think a testament to just how important gameplay is, is that I feel like most people would say Uncharted 1 is the worst. It's not bad, but it's definitely the worst. Yeah, I'm I'm also going to disagree what you just said about
1: gameplay, if only because Uncharted 4's grappling hook allowed for a lot more interesting combat arenas. Uh, What, sorry, what particular part are you disagreeing with? Uh, you said Uncharted 3 had the best gameplay. I think Uncharted 4 does.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I agree with that. I, I was meaning of the the three trilogies. Oh, of the, of the, uh, the first of one, trilogy. Two, yes. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think 4 is... Th- the fucking rope swing in 4 is so good.
1: Yeah. It, it is so dope. <laughs>
0: Can we talk about
1: that for a second? Because I wrote... Yes. I, yeah. So Uncharted 4's grappling hook is so fucking good. It is a great idea. It makes Wait, act- what
0: year did Uncharted 4 come out? Was it 2015? Uh yeah i think 2015 2016 2016 of course that's why it has a grappling hook the
1: fucking year of the grappling hook 2016 <laughs> every game it all one. makes
0: sense now yeah, yeah. fucking assassin's creed syndicate beer's edge catalyst um <laughs> those are the only two off the top of my head but there were a lot that had them in dying light. Four, obviously dying light yep that came out 2015 yeah oh man
1: and it's like the grappling hook made exploration visually more interesting, added a bit more tension to like set pieces where something's collapsing because you gotta like, oh, you gotta notice that there's a um there's a little hook icon that you can use. Mm-hmm. It's still fairly scripted, but it's um it makes it feel a lot more like something you came up with. And in terms of gameplay, arenas in Uncharted Four. They're structured in a way where there's, oh, there's usually something to swing on to get from one vantage point to another, which allows you to play a lot more aggressively.
0: Yeah, I think combat is really... And, and if we talk about the power fantasy part of Uncharted, sh- getting headshots while you're swinging on a tree is so sick.
1: Yeah, if it's like the power fantasy, there's swinging on a tree, just like shooting at a guy. And then when you're swinging and use the melee button close to a guy, he just sort of lunges towards them from the air, just knocks them out instantly yeah it's so good it is like the action movie fantasy in a video game um
0: okay you know what there's one thing i got to say that the first three games does significantly better than the fourth game and lost legacy secrets extras in the first three uncharted games you can play you can model swap any character you can play the entire game looking like sully elena Hmm. any of the bad guys donut drake donut sully donut elena oh right Is donut drake not in four no, uh, no. I think he, I think he is. But there's only you can only do model swaps for Nathan Drake in four. And if you do a model swap, say you want to play as like a Sully that's in a suit, it just means that whenever Sully's in the game, he'll be wearing a suit. Hmm. And I think that's really lame, because that was one of my favorite parts of the first three Uncharted games. Like because it made repeat playthroughs, like as stupid as it sounds, it made repeat repeat playthroughs so much more fun. Because now it's like, it was goofy. It's like, oh, Chloe is having a conversation with herself.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Or you're seeing like old ass Sully hanging out of a cargo plane. (laughs) And it was more visually interesting and it made replaying the game so much more fun. But in Uncharted 4, they just don't have that. And I hope they, I mean, maybe they've patched that in. It has been a few years. Something the Uncharted 4, Uncharted 4 does better than the trilogy though, is Uncharted 4 allows you to replay chapter set pieces specific scenarios instead of for example the cargo plane that it, or no let's not do cargo plane let's do young drake's uh chase sequence. yes yes that's it that's at the end of chapter two right or it either, might be chapter three either chapter two or three and you have to play through everything leading up to that point to get to your favorite part uncharted 4 you can replay any scenario in the game so you select your chapter and then you can select the scenario and and so you can just replay most most of your favorite set pieces and combat encounters. And it makes experimenting with the bonuses, like the different guns that they give you for collecting however many treasures, a lot more fun. And I think that is like something nobody talks about with the Uncharted game or with Uncharted 4. And I think it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever played any of the Uncharted multiplayer? Um, this actually goes into my first
1: experience with Uncharted as a whole. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Ooh!
1: I my first time ever seeing Uncharted as a game was when Uncharted Three came out. My friend got it, and it was New Year's, and I had him over at the time, and we tried out like the first hour and a bit. But because it was single player, it was like, oh, let's just find something like that. We just play co-op or whatever. But yeah. Uncharted Three had a horde mode that was co-op, mm-hmm. and we spent a lot of time playing that. Like Uncharted Three's. Um, did you fun. like it? I remember liking it. Yeah. But that could also be because I was playing with my friend. I don't remember
0: much about the horde mode to be honest, but you can play the worst game ever and you'd enjoy it if you're playing it with a friend. Yeah. Prime and Zach, example. Some of my fondest memories over the last uh, couple of months have been when we have played Yeek together. <laughs> Hell yeah. I would never play that game by myself. Fucking Y2K, I'd never play it by myself. Yeah, well, we haven't played it in like 3 months. So we got to get back on track. We're going to we're, <laughs> we're going to miss, we're going to forget the story and have to start all over again. Um, I don't want to forget my geek experience. It is truly unforgettable. Sorry, back on track. Did you play any of the PvP? I played
1: the beta of Uncharted 4's multiplayer because I think it came with the Nathan Drake collection at launch. Mm. And I honestly do not remember anything from that experience. And I th- like I think there's like character powers, maybe?
0: Yeah. Um, I played Uncharted 3's PvP a little bit growing up. It was really good. Uh, I didn't try the h- the Horde mode much because I didn't have friends mm-hmm. that, sorry, I didn't have friends that wanted to play Uncharted. Everyone was playing COD or something. And Uncharted 4, I also played by myself, but I played the Horde mode quite a bit because it was really good for leveling up. So this is, this is the other thing that pisses me right the fuck off. In the single player, you cannot play as, say, Sully. But in multiplayer you can hmm. and so i was like in order to play as these other characters i guess i'll just unlock them in the multiplayer and that's right you could run around the map and pick up certain upgrades and shit like that and i think the multiplayer was a lot of fun uh pvp wise and uncharted 4 it was good i didn't play the beta but the the full game it was dope and the emotes were dope too you could make nathan drake twerk <laughs> some next-gen shit like i mean people always talk about Fortnite when it comes to emotes and i love Fortnite. But Uncharted 4 had a fuckload of emotes, and they were really funny.
1: Didn't Uncharted 2 have, like, a small co-op campaign?
0: I don't know. I think it had a little bit of PvP, but I don't remember playing it. I think Uncharted 3 was when the multiplayer was, like, fully fleshed out. I I, I swear, I
1: remember one of the games having, like, some form of, like, co-op where it's, like, where, well, that wasn't a horde mode. That was, like, you and Sully, like, Nathan Drake and Sully were, like, the two playable characters, or it was either Nathan Drake and Chloe...
0: Like, I hope that shit's real.
1: I think it was in Uncharted 2 on the PS3 cuz I don't think the multiplayer made it to the Nathan Drake collection in any of the games.
0: Nope. Unfortunately not. And I mean I get it cuz it's like if you're playing Uncharted on PS4 you might as well play Uncharted 4 multiplayer, which that... I think is like the best rendition of it.
1: Yeah, it's like at this point nobody's probably playing Uncharted multiplayer. Like they were always just like extra bonuses on top of this like the campaigns. And and the Nathan Drake collection was already a pretty good deal. It was 3 fucking decently sized campaigns for like a whatever price
0: it was just the price of a full game
1: yeah and you came with and it got with like three old ones that were like yeah. at 60 frames per second which we didn't have before which is cool
0: yeah i i think um i think the nathan drake collection is a steal especially nowadays because it's like 30 bucks mm-hmm. and if you've never played uncharted before holy shit what a way to get into it. Didn't Sony hand out the Nathan Drake collection for free for a bit when the world ended? Yeah, it was part of their, um, like, their stay home initiative. Yeah. It was, like, they, they gave away a bunch of free games so that to incentivize people to stay home and game, which, super cool. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they gave away the Uncharted collection. And Uncharted Nathan Drake collection was free on PlayStation Plus a few years back.
1: Yeah, and I think Uncharted 4 is one of the games on the, uh the
0: ps plus collection if you yeah. have a ps5 it is uh not but you'd be playing the ps4 version so you wouldn't be getting the 60 fps patch that comes with the uh legacy of thieves collection oh yeah it's not coming to pc i think so it's already out on ps4 or ps5 um which yeah, is really good i think
1: i've tried it for in last legacy or on are coming to pc in like a month or something i or cannot this fucking
0: wait for the mods that are going to come out of that because i i'm trying to think What would be like an interesting mod in Uncharted 4? I can see them modding in like old weapons that weren't brought back. Oh, yeah. Or modding the ability to actually like character swap. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. So here's, uh, I guess, the last thing we'll talk about as far as Uncharted goes before we move on to the movie. Do you think or would you want another Uncharted game? Only if the series
1: gets new gameplay ideas because with the way things are right now uncharted 1 2 3 and even arguably most of
0: 4 is very samey the only thing i will give uncharted 4 aside from the rope swing is that stealth is far better in uncharted 4 like there's an actual stealth system and i like that a lot
1: yeah and it's like in between like each release there was always tweaks made to like aiming the melee combat and like yeah. stealth and all that but it's nothing like big like, if you've played Uncharted 1,
0: you, you kind of know what to expect out of the other ones. Yep. To, obviously, to a lesser extent, 4. But yeah, especially the, the first trilogy. If you've played one, you played them all. And
1: Uncharted 4 had this one chapter that was, like, a lot more open-ended. And yep. uh, from
0: what I've heard, uh, Lost Legacy also did that. Yep. Lost Legacy, actually, the entire game was that. It was you had a big hub that you drove around in and you could you could do stuff within that hub like some stuff but you would your entire goal was like there was five locations you had to go to and you can go there in any order you wanted and just you know piss around it was really good yeah i think that if they were to bring back the series
1: expanding on that on a much grander scale would be a would be the only reason for me to want to play through any more of them i don't think i'd want an open world though I wouldn't want, like, a full open world, no. I'd I'd want, like, larger areas that really leans into the idea of being, like, a treasure hunter with, like, <sighs> optional things.
0: Okay, sorry, never mind. I just had the thought of, like, running around, like, Yemen or something like that with, like, a rope swing and all of Nate's, like, parkour abilities, and I would actually kind of be sick. <laughs> but that kind of contradicts what I think or what I appreciate about Uncharted, especially nowadays, is that it feels like the antithesis of Western AAA gaming, which is everything's a fucking 80-hour open world game and uncharted has just been mostly a linear short but sweet experience but yeah i don't think i'd want another uncharted game yeah because like you said they're the same i mean if there's set pieces that can be used to justify a new uncharted game or there's a really good story that you could tell which i don't think there is given how well uncharted 4 kind of wrapped everything up and the fact that it's called a thief's end (laughs) uh, (laughs) it might as well just be called uncharted the last one Yep, I just think that there's nothing really new that they could do with the gameplay that doesn't get to a point where it's kind of straying away from what really is Uncharted. And I also think that there's they can't really do anything new with the set pieces because even the stuff in Uncharted 4 that we've seen, it's we've seen most of it before. Like, I mean, Uncharted 4 has a convoy mission where you have to jump from vehicle to vehicle and it was cool the first time and, or sorry, it was cool the, the second time and the first time. But the third time, you're like, okay, yeah, we kind of know the deal here. They at least mix it up with the rope swing. And I think uh, other set pieces, like the tower that collapses while you're in it, is really cool. But again, we've been in a lot of collapsing buildings in Uncharted. And they always seem to fucking collapse. So I don't really know if uh, if having more set pieces really justifies that.
1: Yeah. With the way things are now, it feels like The Last of Us feels like a more natural evolution of uncharted it takes things that people were expecting out of that series which is the linear approach but on but the last of us puts a lot more incentive to explore around Mm -hmm. these environments because there's resource management you can find permanent upgrades to make yourself actually better at the game
0: yeah and that resource management management plays into gameplay huge Mm -hmm. like not even just a matter of scrounging for ammo but scrounging for shivs that you can use to kill people and stealth far more efficiently than you would before yeah and like i that. think the last of us games i mean i haven't played last of us 2 but they certainly have a more engaging plot than uncharted <laughs> i haven't played the last of us 2
1: either mm-hmm. and uh, i'm we're more i'm more so talking <laughs> in terms of like conception less so overall execution yeah. so if it's if it's like i i think just conceptually the last of us serves as a natural evolution of uncharted rather than saying this game is better than that game
0: yeah, I mean I, I think none of us would be insane for saying Uncharted the Uncharted stories are weaker than The Last of Us One, at least. I think yeah. The Last of Us One's great story, super good. And so moving on to the evolution of Uncharted, what do you think, just conceptually or the, the idea of the Uncharted movie? Just
1: an idea of an Uncharted movie, no matter what, would probably just seem like a lesser Indiana Jones movie. Because the entire repeal of Uncharted was that it was an action movie that you played. Mm-hmm. And when you take away the controller and you're left with the uh, just the story and characters, those were never really the series' like strong suits. Yeah. Unless we're talking about 4. And that's not to say that they couldn't... But even in 4, it was like the gameplay was so much better. Yeah. And that's not like to say that they couldn't try to make it work. I haven't seen the Uncharted movie. But it, it's like an uphill battle
0: yeah (laughs) so what do you think of the casting because because i agree with everything you just said that you know kind of taking a a movie and turning it into a video game experience or putting it in the video game medium is a really cool idea but then taking that and putting it back into a movie just doesn't make any sense um so what do you think of the casting specifically for sully and nate um i think having a young nathan drake
1: played by tom holland isn't an inherently bad idea Mm mm-hmm like he's a talented actor. He is definitely like fit. He can do any sort of stunt really that you want him to for this kind of movie. And he's a hot name right now. Like it's a marketing thing.
0: And honestly, you can even see from some of the promotional images, he kind of looks like Nathan Drake.
1: I've seen like- the image where he has the gun holsters with the white shirt and the pants. Yeah. And it,
0: I think yes, that I think that fits for young Nathan Drake. I was I was convinced. And, and to further add to this, I, I've seen the movie and Tom Holland does a decent job. Like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like he knocks it out of the park. But I think there wasn't any point in the movie where I was like, oh, yeah, that's supposed to be Nathan Drake. Yeah. Sully, like... on the other hand, is literally Mark Wahlberg. And that is it. There, <laughs> There is no there was no acting. It's like whatever Mark Wahlberg's fucking character is from Ted. That was him, but just in the Uncharted movie. <laughs> it was awful.
1: It's like, casting is one thing, the script is another.
0: Yeah. It's the like, only I... thing I think I get annoyed, or, or or I think I disagree with, is that it seems like a lot of people just hate that it's Tom Holland, because he's just a popular name, and they're just kind of tired of him, which I think is kind of unfair to him. Yeah, because, I
1: like, actors are talented, like... A lot of the people who star in Marvel movies are talented, like even just beyond the MCU. Andrew Garfield, people shit on him as an actor for a long time, but that's how you know they didn- they never watched the social network because he
0: is a talented man. And I mean, shit on the MCU movies, all you want, but you-, you can't deny that the cast there are really just good actors. I mean, they might not have good scripts and you could, we could sit here and argue about that till the fucking cows come home, but the the cast is good and i think tom holland was a decent choice because you know that he can pull off that kind of role
1: yeah tom holland was also in that pixar movie right like onward (laughs) oh yeah yeah he was yeah it's like he he, he's just he's just typecast to play young characters I i don't really see an issue with that as long as he delivers a good performance and as long as the script is also serviceable but i haven't seen uncharted so i can't say
0: Uh, Well, I have seen it. And I just want to say thanks to Tom Holland being casted. This is one thing I will complain about. Um, The amount of annoying teenage girls in the movie theater that would not shut the fuck up during the entire movie, I believe is his fault. Oh, my God. Is there a shirtless scene? There is a shirtless scene and half the theater fucking erupted. Oh, no. (laughs) I was so I went there with my friend Anthony and we sat down and there was a group of teenage girls behind us. I assume teenage but th- they a group of girls behind us and they just would not shut up the entire movie and Anthony <laughs> leaned over to me at one point he's like hey if they don't stop talking I'm gonna turn around and tell them to shut the fuck up oh my god <laughs> I was like dude you have more balls than I do <laughs> I can I would never have the balls to tell someone in a theater hey shut up yeah because like if what you if th- tell them to shut
1: up and like there's this fucking bodybuilder
0: yeah or what if they're like hey fuck you and then they start being louder just to piss you off yeah I mean, I guess then they get thrown out, but it's like, I don't want to have a conflict. I just want to try and enjoy the movie. But you don't want to have a conflict and then ruin it for everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Because in order to get someone to stop being disruptive in the movie, you have to yourself be disruptive in the movie. Yeah. When Sonic
1: 2 comes out, if Shadow <laughs> appears on screen, that that that's going to be me. I'm going to be that teenage girl.
0: Yeah, it's like um, I had a similar thing happen, but with children when I went and saw detective pikachu yeah but i don't fault that as much because that is like kind of a, that's a kids movie like let's be real i think there's i think the audience for that is probably adults or people like you and me who kind of grew up with pokemon but it's mostly kids and, But the
1: majority of it is going to be children
0: yeah like, and it like, is
1: targeted towards them it's like a cute family movie
0: when the movie started this little kid mom it's pikachu and she's like, like oh honey oh sh- <laughs> <laughs> that didn't annoy me as much as like he's a kid he's whatever yeah. he's fucking he's having a good time but I, I i think i only got annoyed at the uncharted movie because it's like you should be old and if you're old enough to go see a movie on your own you're old enough to know the fucking etiquette <laughs> although i will admit having a theater make noise during a movie is fine like people clapped at the end of no way home that was mm-hmm. really good and i actually think jackass the new one jackass forever was one of the best movies the best movie theater experiences i've had in a while because it's like whenever something would happen the entire theater would just erupt in laughter and whenever like somebody got hit the whole theater ooh, you know yeah. what i mean like it was and, and it, it was really fun um and, and sorry i guess we've kind of moved on to like theater i'm <laughs> not like going to see movies but it's because i couldn't hear some words of dialogue because these people were so
1: loud what if those were the uh dialogue that like the ones you couldn't hear those are the ones the reason why people don't like that movie and why you think it's fine.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, overall I actually like the Uncharted movie. I haven't said that yet. I thought it was good. It references a lot of the uh games and it it actually references um like Naughty Dog a, a lot. Um I don't want to spoil anything, of course, but I think it's I think it's a good movie. There are people who are saying that it's a disgrace to the Uncharted franchise. No, it's not. I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's just Twitter being overreactive like Hyperbolic. Usual. Yeah. Um and and I think I'm going to be honest with you guys. As far as YouTubers, a lot of YouTubers are saying that the movie is awful. I guarantee you it is just because a lot of YouTube videos that are negative, get more clicks. It is a proven fucking fact. Yep. And it is so much easier to just shit on something, especially the Uncharted movie where you know it's going to be kind of bad anyways, than it is to just give like a balanced review of it, in my personal opinion. And and I think you see that with reviewers had a fucking field day with Deathloop. Like, yes, IGN said it was really good, and, like, those kind of, like, journalist outlets did that, but the independent reviewers were, a lot of them were saying, like, oh, it's actually horrible. It's, like, one of the worst games of the year. It's, like, mm, no, it's not. Deathloop's fine. It's not. I, I mean, I'm not saying the Uncharted movie is, like amazing or better than anyone was expecting, but it's just, yeah, it's good. It's, it's in fact, it's just like the Uncharted games, where the story is like, yeah, the story was okay, but, like, I mean, the set pieces were cool. I like that. Some of the dialogue was funny, because that's the other thing. The moment-to-moment dialogue in the game, or in the games are funny, and in the movie is funny, too. It's entertaining. But, yeah, I do think that uh, the Uncharted movie is worth seeing if you've played the games. If you haven't played the games, I don't know how your mileage is, like, your mileage may vary. Would you say... If they haven't played the games, it would just be better off playing the games instead of seeing the movie. Uh, yes, because just because you're gonna understand the part about Uncharted, the Uncharted movie that's really cool is that it's very derivative of the games. Like, I mean, you have the cargo plane, and I think the reason that was so fun for me was because I've already played the game, so I know what they're trying to emulate, and it's really cool because. This isn't spoiling because this is something that happens in the trailer and it happens in the games. But during the the cargo plane, um, when you know how Nathan has to pull the cord on the crate that he's hanging off of and it's a quick time event. Mm-hmm. When Tom Holland is doing that in the movie, he's like reaching and like shaking his hand and he's like barely reaching it. And it looks like a quick time event. <laughs> <laughs> and they recreate that shot so well. And so it's like without the game, having played the game yeah, it kind of loses some of that that impact. But that's why I feel like if you've played the game, the movie is so much cooler because you see that and you're like, whoa. I mean, obviously they played the fucking games, but it's just, it was a cool thing to see because it looked just like a quick time event. I think as far as video game movies go, it was actually one of the better ones, though the bar isn't high. Although Sonic the Hedgehog movie did raise that bar. I think Sonic the Hedgehog was really good. I like that movie. Yeah, Sonic's probably the best video game movie. And if anyone disagrees, I'd just like to remind them that Sonic the Hedgehog flosses twice during that movie. <laughs> that instantly puts it above anything else. Yeah, He emotes. <laughs> he does emotes. He actually uh, builds a tower on Eggman and then edits his, win- his wall so that there's a window in it. And then he snipes him with his golden AR. Yeah, he starts cranking 90s. Yeah, get a and then he point. flosses with his victory royale. That was fun. We should do it again sometime. Oh yeah, because I I think uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about the Uncharted games. If there's anything else you'd like to add, feel free. Uh, no, I I think I've said
1: everything I wanted to. It's pretty much just I'll reiterate. It's it's like a roller coaster. You go in for the thrills, you have a good time, you can look back on it with some fondness. But like, what? It's not something I would want to do again anytime soon. It's like I'm I'm fine with just that one time.
0: Yeah, and it's it's one of those like the uncharted games are never something i'd replay but they're always something i'd recommend to somebody who hasn't played them before because yeah. they, they are ultimately unique so i think that uh that concludes our, our first episode nick ma'am compendium yeah, it, yeah it's, it's, I, I think that's it it's been a pleasure yes sir and we'll uh thanks for watching or listening thanks for listening oh god I, <laughs> I i'm so used to saying thanks for watching yeah i think that's uh that's where we'll cut it off we'll see you next time on polar
1: opposites